Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. My name is Alex Wilkie. I am a songwriter, producer, originally from New Jersey, but living out in LA now. I've been out here for about a couple of years. And I guess a fun fact about me, one that I usually give, is my 14th generation grandfather was actually supposedly the first man to step foot on Plymouth Rock. So, it's a little relative fact. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's awesome. There you go. <laughs> nice. Hey, I'm, I'm Armin Paul. I'm a writer and uh, recording artist, and I'm originally from Bedford, Massachusetts, suburb of Massachusetts, kind of close to Boston. Uh, now I live in New York. And let's see, fun fact would be I grew a distaste, like I used to like bananas, and then <clears throat> like randomly... One day, I just, like, hated them. I just woke up, and I tasted a banana, and I hated it. <laughs> what? I actually have a friend that hates bananas as well, so. <laughs> My name is Radcat. Um, I'm a producer slash DJ from San Diego, California. Hello. I'm Tyler Coco. I am a singer, songwriter, and producer from Floral Park, New York. I just moved out to Los Angeles, like, literally a month ago. Fun fact. These are always so hard. Um, I can improvise in Simlish, like the Sims language, really well. Oh, oh what? Like, yeah. on a grouse now. E.B. Watson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Drowning by Armin Paul. Um, I actually want to start with, let's start with the lyrics of the song. What is the song about and what inspired you to write it? So to be honest, me and Alex, had, we took the train over to Skylar and Zach's and we kind of didn't really know what we were going to write. We just kind of went into it mm-hmm. and we were just having a, a normal writing session. We got into starting the song and... I don't know. We just we just kind of wrote what we felt. And I think at the time, we probably interpreted it in one way. And then I, I think later, when I listened to the song this past year, it just kind of struck me a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But I think at like a very high level, it's kind of about the fear of reaching, reaching, asking, asking for help from somebody and the hesitation involved with that. Mm-hmm. And then also the reciprocation of, you know, receiving that request for help and then answering it and, and kind of how that can be copacetic for both the the recipient and the person asking. But I'd say going into it, we were just writing a song, you know, yeah. and we, we finished it really quickly too. <laughs> yeah. Was there like a particular, you know, melody that someone came up with that you guys that really inspired the lyrical aspect of this or was it maybe like a guitar chord progression how did you guys piece this together initially i want to i want to say it started with zach's guitar line was it yeah zach zach cut a guitar loop i yeah, think and yeah. then we gotcha. we all just kind of started writing to it 
Yeah, he had like a like a folder of really emo sounding guitars. Scrolled <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> through a bunch of them and landed on that one, and then you know started shaping that. And I think we wrote like the first verse first. Now, when did was Radcat involved with this? Like right off the bat, or when did you guys present that? To no, him? so it's it's funny. I had I don't think any of us had met had met Christian and. Yeah, it was about like a year later or something like that. Where how do we meet? I think I met Christian like on Instagram. I th- <laughs> I think we were like DMing back and forth about working on new music. Yeah, and then like we started writing together, and we we were like working on a couple um, songs for his project, and then I sent over a couple songs I was working on, and kind of wanted to see if he liked them. And this was one that he, he kind of responded well to. And he was like, yeah, I think this one's like super cool. Like, I'd love to help you guys finish it. And so yeah. I, sent, I sent it over and that's kind of how we all got acquainted. But yeah, it's, it's, fu- it's funny. None of us had met prior to that. Gotcha. What did you guys end up per- like when, cause you guys, uh, I think you said that you guys kind of wrote this really quickly. So I'm assuming that it was probably within like one session. So where was it at prior to sending it over to him? So we had like a rough production on it and, you know, it had a vibe to it for sure. Um, like, I think we, I think we mm. had captured like the initial vibe and then, you know, I guess Christian, maybe you can speak a little bit more to, you know, like some of the stuff that you added to the track and some of the embellishments. all fade is your mind getting further away see the signs written over your face pull your head above the water do you feel like a stranger shut me out does hiding feel safer keep it locked in your pen and your paper when he like when armin presented it to me i was like mm-hmm. i was like caught by it because i don't know the, the guitar and stuff i really mm-hmm. like that in music so that's kind of what caught my attention so he sent it over to me he was like hey like is there anything cool you could add to this so i thought it sounded pretty good so i didn't like do anything like super super crazy but i definitely like added a few more elements in like the drums and like like effects just like little things here and there to like try to try to like elevate it a little bit higher Mm -hmm. well i really love the beats in this song so was that you that added all of that to it i definitely messed with the drums too to like Uh make it a little more like bouncy i don't know how to explain it but um and i think during a certain section i also added like an 808 which mm-hmm. gives it some oomph mm-hmm. yeah I, it sounds cool the end product was really dope i'm happy with how it turned out yeah i also um really love the intro of this song uh who was uh responsible for that i think that's probably zach with like i remember in the original session i was like really obsessed with making the song sound like it has this like underwater element to it. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I remember we like searched on YouTube for like a buoy bell for like an hour. <laughs> I don't even think we ever ended up finding it. But like like oceany like water because the song is called Drowning, so like yeah. underwater type of elements and sounds. But the intro comes in very filtered, so it kind of gives that that effect. Yeah. Now there are four writers on this, right? Did you guys clash at all when I know I know you guys said it came pretty easily, but were there any moments where you know Armin, you kind of had like put your foot down and say no? Yeah, pretty much the whole session. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Armin, I mean, like, Armin's really aggressive in the writing room, so it was, it was a little tough, but we got through it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like Zach and Scott, I, I'd written with a, quite a bit, and same with Alex. Uh-huh. And I think this is actually the first time Alex and um, Skylar and Zach had met. Yeah. But I think be, because oh, okay. we were all so familiar with one another, like, like we we knew the, how the other person wrote already, and so it kind of just made it super easy. And yeah, I mean, like to be honest, I, I don't think we really clashed at all. A- Alex might have like called me a name at one point, but I don't know. Other That's part that, of the course. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> chill, really chill. Yeah, yeah. No, I just remember it being a really good day. You know, I I had just gotten in from LA. I was staying with Armin. It's my first time meeting Zach and Skylar, and they were just so welcoming and and really made it made it feel like a, a homey fun session. And that, I think that that made a huge difference in getting the song out quickly and, and really working well together. So I had like a quest bar for <laughs> breakfast. And I think that, <laughs> I think that's when you got me hooked. I think, that I think that's when you got me hooked on quest bars, Armin. I just had one this morning. So yeah, those, thank you. Those are really great for songwriting. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll accept the sponsor too. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Free quest bars for life. (laughs) Um, Well, I want to know what everyone's uh, favorite lyric line is. I'm actually also curious to know if your favorite lyric line is a lyric that you contributed. (laughs) I got to think. I think I like the keep it locked in your pen and your paper. I think it's just like a really interesting visual. I feel like Skylar actually wrote that line. I think... That was, that was just like a really nice line. It just makes you visualize. I don't know. Like it's it's just very metaphorical and visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I'm trying to remember. I feel like um, when the thinnest thread is about to break is probably mine. I like the alliteration there. Yeah, I think uh, I love the when you break and when we repeat it, when you, when you, when you break. Not necessarily because it has some poignant meaning, but I think the rhythm is just really interesting on that because whenever you can sort of go on the offbeat and bring in a little more unpredictability in the rhythm and pull it off, which I think we did there, then uh, then I, I think that that really stands out. So that one stood out to me. I don't, I don't think I ever really have like favorite lines in songs. I think for me, like I usually, what captures me is like, like melodies that go uh-huh. on during like um like songs yeah so i just really like the chorus section a lot but yeah i don't i don't know if i could say like what my favorite line would be mm-hmm. yeah that's actually really interesting that you say that i've noticed that maybe because i i'm a producer and not like a 
like a songwriter. Right. Yeah, no, I was just going to say that. I um super random, but anytime I ask someone that, usually a producer tells me it's usually like a melody or um or just a section that they really enjoy and they don't necessarily pay attention to the lyrics, but it's yeah, it's, always it's weird. interesting perspective. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure you have a favorite production element, right? So I would love to know what everyone's favorite element is. I think for me, it's definitely the the guitars going on and the um like super gritty like sub bass. Oh, it's just like so moody and I love right. the ambience. Yeah, I agree. I think I think I love the guitars the most. It's just like really moody. Mm-hmm. Fits well with the song too. Like the lyrics. Yeah, for sure. There's one fill in there that I love. I think it's going into the second verse, maybe. I don't know. I'm a I'm a sucker for fills, so <laughs> take that hat snare. Fill. I yeah. I definitely love the guitar, and I also just like Rad. Rad literally has like the crispiest snares, <laughs> and I just I, I love the snare drums in the in this. I think it's fire. Hell yeah! Awesome. Well, do you guys have any other cool? interesting facts about the writing production or recording process of the song oh actually when did you record the vocals for this was that after christian worked on it no that was all during the session okay yeah this was pre-pandemic i think this was like oh okay. September 2019 oh wow okay yeah, so long time ago yeah for sure well, any other cool things, moments happen during the session? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll add that I think it was really cool because I'm I'm used to, since I'm usually more the producer in the session, I'm used to staying throughout mm-hmm. the session, tracking the vocals, being there till the very end. But I actually had to mm-hmm. bounce a little bit early before we were fully done with, with tracking the demo. And I just remember finishing writing the song, having to leave, and then getting the demo later and seeing everything that Zach and Skylar and, and Armin had done with it. And it was, that, that was a really cool experience just kind of being removed from it for a minute. And then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you were mentioning the intro before how it's kind of got that underwater feel, all of that sort of creative direction was done after I had left. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was awesome to see where they kind of took, took it. So, yeah. Really thrilled yeah. to be a part so of this. Basi- so basically, the song got better after Alex left. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to get across. That's the one sentence version. <laughs> Actually, I have, a, I have a question, Skylar. Did did you have backing vocals in this? Did we? Because whenever whenever me and Skylar write, I feel like we always just like have a, a shit ton of like backing vocals. Yeah, we sneak in on each other's things. Um, oh. I think I, I can't remember. Like, this entire year happened in between then. But right. <laughs> I, think I might have backing vocals in the chorus. I don't know. I'd have to check the session. But nice. that does happen. 
Well, Armin, can you tell everyone where they can download and stream Drowning and where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, so you can stream it everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, SoundCloud, YouTube, all your streaming sources. And you can follow me on Instagram at Armin underscore Paul. You can follow me at Armin Paul Music on Facebook and Twitter and on TikTok at Armin Paul. Nice. And Skylar, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? I own at Skylar Coco. There is no other Skylar Coco out there. So if you Google that, um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, TikTok. Everything is at Skylar Coco. Yeah. And then Alex? Yeah, you guys can stream all my music at MySpace um, exclusively. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm just really on Instagram at WilkieWay. It's W-I-L-K-E. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Love it. That's me. Awesome. And then Christian. So you can find me on Instagram at Radcat. And then Twitter is at Radcat Music. And then like Spotify and all those streaming services, just Radcat. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on my show. I, I loved and appreciate all of your guys' time for coming on. It's really awesome that I was able to get all five of you. So, um, or minus Zach, I guess, but but yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. When you, when you. Baby, colors all fade. Is your mind getting further away? See the signs written over your face. Pull your head up. Do you feel like a stranger? Shut me out, there's how to be safer Keep it locked in your pen and your paper You've been fighting in the silence You've been feeling like a ghost lately Your spirit's screaming out, save me And the gravity is frozen You can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening. Just, 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 just,